Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Let's get to the latest news. Sales of electric cars in the U.S. market are up 183% so far this year. That's a spectacular increase, but when you dig into the numbers, they show some real challenges. Prices of EVs have been slashed this year. Ford is the latest to announce it's chopping the price of the Focus EV by $4,000. Automakers claim they're making technological improvements that are cutting costs, but the real reason? is that EVs simply are not selling in the numbers that automakers expected. Ford has only sold 901 Focus EVs so far this year. Total EV sales in the U.S. have only hit 12,400 electric cars. Now, IHS Automotive is lowering its global forecast for EV sales. It had forecast that EVs would reach 2.2% of the global industry in 2020, It now says they will only hit 0.7%, and I think all this EV hype is finally starting to run into reality. Of course, you can do cool things with EVs. GM says it sees the future of electric vehicle charging as a marriage between renewable energy and battery storage. So OnStar is partnering with Timber Rock Energy Solutions to store solar power in the batteries of a Chevy Volt. OnStar developed algorithms to control the charging, which allows the owner to capture the sun's energy, then sell that energy back into the grid during peak loads. So far, this is a development project using a fleet of four volts. It started some years back with the Sprinter van, and now it looks like another American car company will sell a European commercial van in the U.S. According to Reuters, General Motors and Peugeot are in talks about selling a rebadged version of one of the French automakers' commercial vans in the U.S. As you know, Ford will start selling its European Transit van in the U.S. next year, and the Ram Promaster, which goes on sale later this year, is a rebadged Fiat Ducato. It's amazing to me to see how commercial vans designed in Europe are about to take over the U.S. segment. BMW is showing a concept vehicle called the Active Tourer. One of the features that caught our eye is that it has an integrated bicycle carrier that will accommodate two bicycles inside the vehicle. Of course, you have to pull the wheels and the seats off the bikes for them to fit. BMW says this arrangement is perfect for parking outside of congested city areas than biking into town. As we've reported, Beijing and Shanghai have imposed restrictions on new car purchases in an effort to reduce traffic and pollution. And it looks like the limits will spread throughout China. Bloomberg reports that eight more cities in China are likely to pass their own limits on car purchases. The China Association of Automobile Manufacturers says this could cut vehicle deliveries by 400,000 units, or about 2% of total sales. The people over at Ram decided they needed a pickup with a little more attitude. So they came up with the Black Express. The truck is based on the Ram 1500 Express, but things like black 20-inch wheels, blacked out front and rear fascia, and no side badges help set this version apart from the rest. 
It's powered by a 5.7 liter Hemi V8 paired to the standard six-speed automatic. The Black Express will be out later this month and will carry a $1,000 premium over a base Express counterpart. I'm Sean McElroy in Baltimore, Maryland with Fiat's newest vehicle arriving on American shores right now. That report coming up next. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. I'm Detroit Free Press Auto Critic Mark Thielen. I'm Scott Burgess with Motor Trend, and we're here to promote Autoline Automotive Mega Draft. Join us for the Autoline Fantasy Executive Draft, Tuesday, July 22nd. <laughs> the draft is on Tuesday, July 16th. Um, it starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we hope that you can watch. The Fiat brand has come a long way since its American relaunch just over two years ago when it had only 30 studios or dealerships across the country. Today, there are more than 200 selling different versions of its famous 500, bringing in a variety of new customers. And now, as it moves to expand the brand past the 500, Fiat is doing so with the car's big brother called the 500L. This is a game changer for us. You know, as I mentioned earlier, today's car, um, over 80% of the consumers are coming from outside of the Chrysler Group, which is great. Uh, but the stat that uh, we get excited about is what cars are being traded in and being disposed of. And 83% come from the C segment and above. So that's with the microcar. Now you have you know, a B segment that's got best in class interior volume, um, front and head shoulder room, best in class standard horsepower and torque, um, and rear cargo space. So who knows how far we can cast that net. Fiat calls its car an emotional purchase bought by a majority of men who happen to be married. That seems to be the perfect built-in audience for this new, larger and longer Fiat. When you look at the lineup itself, um, you look at uh, the pop, easy trekking and lounge. Uh, the trekking model was actually designed for the NAFTA market, the North American market. Um, so we feel like that will be a, a very significant seller here. And then from a pricing position, we think the easy will also uh, be there at 20995 So between the easy and the trekking model, we should uh, cover the majority of the volume uh, for the 500L. And then for those customers that want everything, uh, we have the lounge model at 24995 That gives almost all the uh, optional features on the uh, lower models as standard content. And we think what we're bringing is a unique combination. It's got the right powertrain. Base is 160 horsepower powertrain. That's, in some cases, 40 horsepower more than the other base offerings from the competition. We combine that with a great chassis that's been set up specifically for this market. We've put the frequency sensitive dampers on all four corners of the car. We've got class leading interior volume, more utility than, than, than everybody else in the segment has. So in this very efficient footprint, on the outside of the car, it's not a large car, but on the inside, it's very efficient. It has space in the car, feels great, and we deliver all that utility without penalizing the customer. And those customers can get their first look at the 500L right now. The car, which is built in Serbia, is arriving in Fiat Studios across the country. In Baltimore, Maryland, I'm Sean McElroy for Autoline Daily. 
Remember when you were a kid and went into a tent for the first time and were amazed by how big it was inside? Well, that's what happens when you get inside the 500L. You can't believe how big it is inside. By the way, Art Anderson, who you just saw in that package, is our guest tonight on AutoLine After Hours. So if you have more questions about the 500L, be sure to join us tonight live at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at AutoLine.tv, or you can always get the podcast version tomorrow. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider discussions in the industry. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.